This is episode number 472 with the F2 Freestylers. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Welcome everyone to the School of Greatness. We've got a couple of athletes in the studio today and I'm excited about this because I always love to connect with athletes because it brings me back to my roots, back to the primal days of competing. Now, Billy Wingrove and Jeremy Lynch make up the F2 Freestylers. Now, these guys are the world's largest soccer YouTube channel with over 5.5 million subscribers, larger than any other celebrity soccer player out there. And they're they're based in London, UK. They began as individual freestyle soccer performers, just working on the streets or little company gigs, things like that, doing trick performances as individuals. And after successful individual freestyle careers, they decided to team up and form a double act, thus the birth of the F2. Now, the rapid growth of their social channels, fueled by insane skill compilations, led us to today, where F2 are global ambassadors for Adidas Football, the brand's first ever official influencer partnership. Now, here's what I love about these guys. These guys weren't really making that much money doing things on their own. But together, they were able to build such a powerful, massive brand that's making them more money than most of the pro soccer players out there. And it's so cool to see how quickly they did it. So in this interview, we're going to talk about how Billy and Jeremy went from freelance freestylers to the biggest soccer YouTube channel in the world. Why failure can be the perfect springboard to success how to create true fans, the keys to a successful professional partnership because I've been in partnerships that have done incredible. I've been in partnerships that have not done that well. And we talk about how to make it work extremely well so all parties win and you guys don't kill each other. Also, how to create media content that appeals to a worldwide audience. I am pumped for this one. And before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to our iTunes review of the week. Now, this is from Shop Girl, who said, I don't know how I found this podcast, but I know that it came at a time when I needed it most. It's like I manifested the school of greatness, and maybe it found me. This podcast has been a life changer for me. I've always loved learning, but going back to school is expensive and not always necessary. Once I started listening, I realized this is school. I've learned so much from Lewis and his guests. Since I've started his podcast, I've started two businesses. He's given me the courage to never give up. Some of my favorite episodes were with Chris Lee, Mel Robbins, Chris Voss, Scooter, and Adam Braun. Okay, I could go on forever. Lewis has given so much by introducing me to so many great people. Other than buying his book, the only other way that I could thank him is by recommending his podcast to everyone I know. My mom and my sister both love the School of Greatness. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for everything, and I look forward to more great interviews. So, Shop Girl, whatever your real name is, thank you so much for that incredible review. It always warms my heart to hear these messages from people who are 
building businesses or creating amazing relationships or healing themselves or losing the weight or becoming greater in some area of your life. So if you haven't left a review yet, I'd love to hear your story over at iTunes.com slash greatness. And for your chance to be the review of the week, make sure to leave one right now. All right, gang, without further ado, let me introduce to you the dynamic freestyle football duo, Billy and Jeremy from the F2 Freestylers. I don't know about you, but when around 3 p.m. hits, I find myself craving the right refreshment to get me through that mid-afternoon slump. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea is full-flavored sweet tea, but without the sugar and the calories. It might take several bottles for you to believe that a delicious sweet tea can really have zero sugar and zero calories. But you know what they say, life is full of surprises. Or in this case, full of flavor. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea. Try it to believe it. For 20% off your next 12-pack, head to Amazon and use promo code 20PureLeaf. That's promo code 20PureLeaf for 20% off. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and can't get a hold of anyone if you only had a Discover card. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, quick math. The less your business depends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite, and you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash greatness. netsuite.com slash greatness. Again, head to netsuite.com slash greatness. Welcome back everyone to the School of Greatness podcast. Excited about our guest today. We usually don't have two people on, but we do today. We've got the F2 freestylers in the house. Good to see you guys. Good to see you too. Thanks How for are you guys us. doing? Really good, man. Really yeah. good. This is such a cool room. It's by so that. cool. Yeah, it's not bad, right? Yeah. We just redesigned this. So we're trying to make a, a studio of greatness inspirational for people who come right. here. And You've done it. Well, look at the Hall of Fame. I mean, right. like, yeah, look, yeah. At that, look at the images there. We'll that. get you on there soon. <laughs> After this, we'll get some good photos and get you up there. Um, but I'm excited you guys are here. And I, you know, I'm an American football player, the real football, right? He's hey, hey. He's hey. He's he's on the spot on that. We don't want to start on that, no. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Uh, you guys are doing the, uh, in America, it's called soccer, but it's called football in the UK and everywhere else in the world. And you guys do essentially a lot of combination trick shots. You do different skill training, things like that, and videos to inspire, educate, and entertain. Is that right? 
He's pretty much summed us up. Pretty yeah, much yeah, it, right? that's, that's literally bang on of what we do. That's it. Um, but you guys have millions, you have like 5 million on YouTube subscribers, you got millions on Instagram, and people know you all over the world, except for in the US, but it's starting to grow. Right? Quite, it's starting to grow. It's starting to grow, yeah. 15% of our audience is based in the US, which really? is quite quite a big number. We've got, um, collectively, across social media, we've got 12 million fans. Amazing. Which is, which is really good going for two football guys. Um, 12.8 now. So, oh, snap. Yeah, mate. Damn, every, you every know what? It's evolving growing. all the time. I checked it two days ago. Sorry, I checked it two days ago. I'm a day off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, that's got to be no, bigger than good. some of the big stars. I mean, what's like, what's a mess he have on his social reach? Probably. Oh, yeah. He's, 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 probably it's, depends. Different, different Messi, stars are bigger yeah. on different platforms, right? right Messi's right. big on Facebook. Yeah, um, he's big on everything. But you guys probably have a bigger reach than a lot of the big yeah. stars in the Premier League, I would assume. Well, if you look, take YouTube for example. Um, Real Madrid have a YouTube channel. Barcelona. Um, we have the biggest soccer YouTube channel no in way. the world, Shut up. in the whole world. So nobody's really? bigger than us. And and on Instagram, out of the whole, anyone in the UK, we get more views on Instagram than anyone in the UK, any celebrity. You have more views on Instagram than anyone in the UK. Yeah, anyone. Than any video. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, sport. Sports. I don't know the exact <laughs> stat. <laughs> don't quote me, but it's, it's, in it's, average, it's silly. Yeah. Num- we do silly numbers. I remember one month we did more views in that month than Kylie Jenner and Cristiano Ronaldo wow. and Ariana Grande. It was something, that, that was a one-off month. Right, right, right. They, they, they cool, beat man. us all well, But that no, was I think like, it is views. I think it, it, that's right. Any video on YouTube, um, Instagram, we do outperform. I think, but but it's, it's a bit of a tricky one, really, because with Instagram, mainly, mainly people post images, right? But we've mm-hmm. we, we got, we got content as well. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Amazing. When did you guys start this? We started the F2 about four years ago wow it's grown that fast yeah it's been a that's crazy really fast journey um but we knew each other from before then but we were individual professional football freestylers for quite a few years before that the that's just football tricks like right. um entertainers yeah paid, stage, stage shows stage shows live performances with just you and a football um or busking on the street type of thing kind of We've done a bit. Well, I, I did. That's, a, that's how it starts, right? Right. Like, You're performing yeah. the street, trying yeah, to make a hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah, right? that is how yeah, it starts. That's, that's how it starts. And then you start getting um, bigger performances. Mm-hmm. Someone will see you there and be yeah. like, "Hey, come do this thing, this that's company exactly show, this whatever." Right? Yeah. That's how it started. Yeah. And you start building your own personal brands, and then how did you guys meet each other then? How did we meet each other? Well, we, we've known each other for for years, and and it's basically been from the circuit. So when. We were younger, and I'm talking about in, in our early teens. Um, I knew about Jeremy. He lived in East London. I lived in North London. And mm. I, was, I was like, who's this guy? He keeps trying to call me. I don't know who he is. I'm joking. <laughs> 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 I'm joking. No, we knew each other. We knew each other from back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. And um, we actually met at a football tournament where Jeremy was performing, and so was I, uh, separate stands. Mm. And um, we kept in touch uh, since then. And um, I got Jeremy to sign with my agency at the time mm-hmm. um, because he... He came off the back of Britain's Got Talent and he didn't have no um, management mm-hmm. uh, representing you. And I, I felt that. How far did you go in the show? I got to the semi finals, the live semi finals. Wow. And yeah. then dropped the ball twice, oh. which was car crash television. But oh. it's memorable. J- car crash television is memorable. And um, if I ask, it was funny, at the time I was devastated. Right. In tears. It's like the worst feeling the ever. Worst like my gutty, over. Yeah, the most you know that gutty feeling you have in your stomach when something terrible happens and you just you feel totally humiliated. I had all of that. 
for ages. But then when I look back now, it was one of the best, best things that happened to really? me. Because, because it was so memorable and I was, I was really confident, overconfident, and that's why I made those mistakes back then. I was a young kid, borderline cocky. So the British public, if they see someone who's really confident and successful, like they kind of want to see it go wrong. Really? And I gave them that yeah. without meaning to. Wow. And then from then on, it endeared me to the British public so much more than if I had done a perfect, flawless routine. I can see that now and look back. <laughs> and it's so memorable. And people still to this day remember that performance and say, oh, you still thought it was amazing. They dropped the ball twice. Didn't matter. Loved it. Still voted for you. But at the time, obviously, you just... Yeah, it's embarrassing. Your yeah. ego hurts. Oh, everything, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, man. But the, the funny thing about that is I remember saying to Jez, um, I remember when he was on the show and he could have won, he was the most popular person on that show. Oh, really? And if he didn't drop the ball, he would have won it. And what Jeremy's downfall was, I, I feel, is that when you went onto the show, he tried to create a whole new routine just for that show. Mm. There's 12 million people watching this show. 99% of them have never seen him do a trick before. Right, so he right. could have kept it simple and gone through to the final and won the show. But he wanted to create something brand new just mm. for that performance. Um, which is added pressure, right? Doing something for the first time live. Isn't it hard though? Like as a speaker myself, I get bored of saying the same thing over and over yeah. to all these different audiences, but they've never heard me say yeah. the same thing. Yeah. But I think, oh, I got to tell a different story. This isn't going to be interesting. This yeah. is going to be boring or whatever. Yeah. Or you just want to do it for yourself even. I'm right? with you. What do you like, do? Um, doing the same trick over and over. Like, What do you do? Do you keep it the same or do you mix it up? Uh, it depends on the audience and what they're wanting, but I pretty much say a lot of the similar stuff. Because yeah. it's good information, right? Yeah. yeah. And a lot of them haven't heard it. So, yeah. again, it's yeah. like you got to do what you what got you there. Yeah. You know? I agree. But if you only had a coach then. If you only yeah, had a coach, yeah. that's what I was thinking. If I had a mentor back then, um, someone who'd give me that wise mm. little bit of advice. That's yeah, two wouldn't have been born. That's true. Mm. <laughs> if you had one, what would have happened? Uh, I probably would have been... Do you know you what? Mean? I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to think that we would have still come together as the F2 because even with me um, messing up and not winning, we were still the two most successful um, freestylers in the world really? on our individual paths. You were? And it just so happened that we lived 28 miles from each other. Hmm. We got along really, really well. We stayed in touch. And, they, and we, we were on a lot of sim, the same jobs together as individuals. And then we started to do little bits in synchrony in, um, together when we weren't really, we didn't have to, we were on the jobs as individuals, right? But we were like, let's step this up and let's do this mm. at the same time. And the response to it was like incredible. Choreographed. Choreographed, yeah. Yeah, basically there was loads of people at that time when we first started freestyle, there wasn't many people about at all doing what we do. Choreographed. Um, not even choreographed before that, just performing. No. Mm -hmm. And then years went by and more and more people got into it. They saw what we were doing and, and copied and copied that kind of format and practiced all day long. So the demand, how can I put this? Basically, personally, I felt the freestyle had been seen as, in, as individually. Uh, it's still going on now. Um, it's a bit controversial me saying that, but I thought we'd been seen and done as, as for individuals. Um, 
bit like the hills when it came out it was like wow what is this new thing reality yeah. TV and then now everyone's doing it and it's a bit over yeah bit and it's oversaturated and, and people expect to be amazed so so if you're doing the same thing as someone else is doing it's like you gotta, you gotta one up it right yeah, yeah. That, and that's exactly it and then it's we thought work. yeah but then we thought about um, how do we evolve what we what we basically started and, and the double act choreograph in sync to music was the way to do that um, nobody's done that before it's never mm. been seen before now you're, gonna, now you're gonna need what you got at Universal with the water and the heat. Yeah, you gotta wrap it. You gotta wrap it. Yeah, but you, that's what you constantly have to do, don't you? Because it's true. It's true. So we we had a clear vision of what we wanted to do as the next step. We'd already be, got to the top as individuals. We were the most successful individual freestylers, earning the most money. How much can an individual jobs. freestyler make? today or even four what years were we ago back then um you were earning more than me i remember that <laughs> you were doing really really well um you make like a, six figures you think, like no no 50 no, grand no it's more like for the year you do a commercial and you get a buyout oh, right, and right. you get like 20 grand maybe from from a, and that's, but that's a bit like modeling yeah i got you so might have some good months yeah and, months. and then you might do you do regular pas and you might get mm a grand for a PA and right. you're doing yeah. a few of them a week, that type of money. I think my best year um, as an individual freestyler, looking back on it, was about 80K, um, which, is, which, which is not, which is not bad. Like, and I, I thought that was like an incredible year. I was super busy, it was a World Cup year. Wow. Um, that's as an individual freestyler with just um, stage show performing as your income. So you have to kind of be in that place to earn, to earn the money performing. Right. Um, but now as a tandem, mm -hmm. the financial potential is unlimited, well, it seems like. Yeah, well, it's not really performing anymore. See, we, the, the, it's um, content now, right? It, it's content. So with YouTube, um, is it, our main source of income. Crazy. It's what we do for, for, for a job now. So it's changed from doing stage shows to now creating content for what is like the whole world, really. Amazing. See. You have the largest soccer channel on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. How often do you post content there? On YouTube, three times a week. Three times a week. On or across all social, every single day. Of course, yeah. every yeah, yeah. single day. And how do you come up with new content for for YouTube? Is it always you know? Great question. And that's the key, really. That yeah, is the key. To being successful. So you've got millions of people. I know soccer is not the biggest sport in the U.S., but in the but world, worldwide, it's it's, one of the, it's, it's the, the biggest next to cricket, I think. Right? Or what is? It's, it's the top the, in the, the world. Top. Is it the number one sport? Yeah, in the world? yeah. yeah. So what that means is you've got more people playing football than any other sport it's in the crazy. world. And this new social media boom means that so many millions of kids now, they want to be YouTubers. Mm -hmm. So they're all trying to think of soccer ideas for videos that haven't been done before. Mm. So the job that we have is thinking of things that the rest of the millions of people around the world haven't thought of yet. We're pretty good at it. There's always some kids like trying something crazy, right? Yeah. Um, and we've got a long list. It's just in iPhone notes, a really long list of video ideas that we wow. both come up with. Sometimes he might um, text me, he might WhatsApp me at two in the morning. Jez, I've got this amazing video idea. It'll go totally viral. And I know when he says that, he's right. Mm. So I'm not getting the time, phone. But write it in the list and uh, go back to sleep and the list is it's growing quicker than we're ticking them off so that's 
that's good. Hopefully, we won't stop coming up with fresh ideas. But I don't think we will. Mm. He's got a really creative mind. I've got a creative mind, and together, I mean, you're talented. It's, it's a devastating combination. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's great, man. Wow. Devastating. <laughs> <laughs> you give yourself devastating. I'm all, I'm, he's involved. It's I'll devastating. give it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, do you yeah. you play professionally? Not professionally, no, only no. semi-professional. Semi-professional. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Did you get paid or no? Yeah, we got paid. Mm -hmm. Well, it's my job. Um, Jeremy was actually at Arsenal um, Youth. Um, what happened? They didn't think I was good enough. Mm. They were probably right at the time, to be fair to them. Right, he's too cocky. Uh, maybe. He's no, they, <laughs> said, <laughs> yeah. they said, on the ball, you are amazing. Um, off the ball, your understanding of the game's not quite good enough. And mm. that was true, to be honest. And I think that comes back down to the humble beginnings where we came from. You know, our, like my dad wasn't a football coach or in the game with any sort of influence or power. Mm. Um, I didn't join a team until I was 12 years old. Wow. So I didn't really have that co coaching from a young age. So I was raw, I was a bit of a street player, just raw talent but not the understanding of the sweet science of football. Mm -hmm. get, okay. If there's any boxers that watch, they'll be like, why is he taking our phrase and using it for the <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean, the kids at the pro club academies, they're getting coached from, how young would you say, Bill? Five and six, they're getting um, coached mm. from a ridiculous age. I mean, in the UK now, you can start up children's soccer camps at three years old. What? I mean, yeah. They have a yeah. walk then? No, yes, it. <laughs> mini tots, they call it, and it's just crazy. What do you do with them? Like? Yeah, they, uh, they basically <laughs> just uh, get a pitch, give them the ball, and let, introduce them to a soccer ball. Uh -huh. Yeah, but it's incredible. It's, it's, um, to be honest, I, I think that I've got a son that's two years old. I would take him to the soccer camp to introduce him. Yeah. Wow. Um, I would do that. I would be one of the keen parents that does that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Do you know the funny thing is? YouTube didn't really exist back then so much. It was really new. I think it just come out. Not, right. It wasn't like it is now. So if YouTube was around back then, maybe I would have typed in the search coaching points, like movement off the ball, and tried to get coaching where I didn't have a real-life coach, tried to learn that way. So maybe those kids who don't have so much opportunity in this generation, they've got more access to information through social media that didn't exist before. I definitely would agree with that. I think that's things have evolved so uh, quickly since YouTube came about. Like, mm -hmm. if you take football freestyle for instance, um, kids are seeing what you do because um, it's, it's accessible to them, and they're learning them skills at half your age right. mm. because they can see they're physically possible. There's tutorials on them, um, so things have evolved so much more fastly since YouTube mm -hmm. came about. And uh, so it's, crazy. It's, it's, it's a good point. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada, like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print. And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else. And yes, it is possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too. Too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's the vision for you guys moving forward? You've been doing this for four years. You've got the largest channel on soccer in the world on YouTube. And, you know, what do you want for the next four years? Great question. Do you want to take this one or should I take it all together? I think that we, we want to continue to, to grow um, the F2 brand. We call, call it a brand because it's, we, we, we want to, um, the reason why we came together in the first place was we had individual profiles and then we thought to ourselves, we want F2 to be a standalone brand, mm. not to be known as individual people and performers. So we created the F2. And after we can't go on doing tricks anymore, be on the pitch, we want that brand to live on. So I think that we will go and find the next F2 and bring younger guys through and show them, give them a chance. We've already started doing it now where we, we certify young up and coming YouTube channels um, that are really good to give them, basically it's so hard to break through now for, for YouTube channels because there's so many out there. So much. People realize that you can earn money from it, therefore they, and it's, it's, it's a fun, easy, enjoyable life. So there's so many people doing it now, it's hard for the good ones to break through. Um, but, so you're kind of but publishing and yeah, certifying. But with our help, yeah. So we've got such a big reach that if we show these people to the world, mm -hmm. um, it's so much easier for them to grow. Yeah. So after the F2, as in Billy and Jeremy are done, I think definitely a part of bringing up young talent and managing them, nurturing them and showing them to the world is what we do. Mm. Yeah, I fully agree with that. Why do you guys think uh, soccer still hasn't gotten the popularity in the US like it is the rest of the world? What after, a great question. After, you know, all the, every uh, World Cup, I feel like when the U.S. is like rallying and getting better and better, the country comes together, but then it kind of like dies off. You know what I mean? It's a great question. I'm not sure. Just thinking aloud, we went to our first NFL game mm. since we've been over here. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I was there for the weekend, yeah. Wow. Happened insane, to be the right? greatest in, NFL yeah. game in the history it was of the NFL. first game we ever went to. Wow. That was our yeah. first. That's so crazy. can we ever go to another game? Yeah, Has it ruined tough. it for us? Yeah, yeah. Tough. Is it all downhill from here? Probably. Yeah. But the point I'm making, we went to the, our first NFL game, we went to our first NBA game as well. Loved it. Watched the Clippers play. Mm -hmm. The whole experience is like 
an event. It's, you know, they don't, they're considering the audience at all times. If the players go off the pitch, something comes on to... Spectacle, yeah. Yeah, Entertainment. Entertainment, and it's brilliant. And I feel like the States has got certain sports in place, baseball, NFL, hockey, NBA, which are kind of like already solidified as part Mm -hmm. of the American people's tradition. So for soccer to come and push them to the side and overtake, it's going to be tough. I don't know. I don't know if it will happen. I I know soccer's growing, but to outgrow the already established sports, which are are all amazing in their own right, I don't know. Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it's tough. Like you said, there's so much. It's much more fast paced, like basketball and the, entertain, yeah. the entertainment in between mm. stuff. Where soccer is like ninety minutes, right? And it's just kind of like yeah. the same thing happening the whole time. Well, that's a couple what, moments of excitement, but yeah. it's like yeah, that's what I noticed. So going to the um, the Super Bowl and watching the NBA game, um, there was something happening every couple of minutes. Whether it be a tackle, and uh, and you make a tackle in in, in NFL. People are celebrating like a goal's yeah. gone in. Yeah. Whereas you watch a you watch a soccer match, ninety minutes, you might see one, two, three moments where it's exciting, as in goals going in. Yeah. So. <laughs> Wait. But you gotta have an appreciation for the game, right? That's oh yeah, yeah. People, if, if you love soccer, you, you can appreciate like movement. touches yeah, and yeah, movements. Exactly. But it's hard to convert someone that's used to seeing like goal, 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 or entertainment really quickly to. Yeah. To understanding the beauty of football, yeah. soccer. You know, I was on. I used to play soccer football before uh, I started playing American football when I was 15 and I played soccer my whole life growing up when I was five until 15 and I was on you know the youth select teams in Ohio and stuff like that and did the traveling teams but for some reason it was just like man the middle of summer the heat like just constantly running man. I was just, <laughs> just There's a lot of running died, like constantly yeah, yeah. running it's like seven miles a day and it seems like you're just running 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 and so I played, I played like every position, but I liked being the goal because I yeah. just kind of like chill there and make plays. Um, Plus, you're a giant. Right, yeah. I was just like diving <laughs> and catching everything. That's an interesting point, though, about like the growth of soccer in the US. Um, in the UK, it's the perfect weather conditions to play, mm. you know? True. So that could have a factor in it. True, because it's cooler, right? Yeah, it's cooler. It's mm. raining, mm. it's perfect weather. Also, it's great for us that soccer's not so... We are, basically, we are the best soccer trick shot guys in the world that's That's one of the ways we've built ourselves up so you do a trick shot with a foot a soccer ball or football in the uk and people think wow that's incredible you do it in the states and people are like oh my god (laughs) did you see what they just did they didn't throw it they kicked it and they went in the target yeah, because yeah. you guys do a lot of trick shots too, right? We do. We have do you a lot done of stuff shots. with uh, who are they? Legendary shots. Have we done stuff with them? That, we haven't collaborated kind of, with them yet. You know who they are though. We're meant to do Dude Perfect. That was meant to be last week. Yeah. Perfect. Oh yeah. 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 And all those accounts like uh, Bodie. What is his name? Bodie Smith. Is that his name? All these Brody. other Brody Smith, yeah, right? Yeah. We've done him. He's you have done him. Brody's glass. See, I wanna. I wanna do all. I'm a big Ultimate Frisbee guy. Oh really? Really? He's incredible, by the way. I love Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah. I love disc golf. I don't know if you've heard of disc golf. No. It's like golf with frisbees. Okay. There's buckets and you like throw it into the nice. buckets. It goes like hundreds of yards and you try to make it in. So I love any of this stuff. And so I'm like, God, I would love to do some of this stuff someday. Just like trick shot. This is the mate, most fun. Mate. Like basketball. He's your man. Know, He's your man. He yeah. sets up the well, collabs. That's with the sports, right? Those yeah, are the yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to do a collab with those guys. <laughs> mate, um, let's do one, all three of us. Let's do round two with Brody. 
We did a battle with Brody before. It oh, went really? down so well. Yeah, he was doing frisbee shots. We had to match it with a football. Dude, I'll throw a football, <laughs> hit the frisbee. <laughs> you'll kick a ball and hit the frisbee and score or something. That's a right You're in. Let's do it. You're in. Let's do it. Um, what's the craziest trick shot you guys have done where you're like, I can't believe we pulled that off? Wow, what a question. Because you do stuff, you do yeah. stuff where there's like bottles on top of the crossbars. Did I see one of the videos like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah we did something off. We've done a lot. I would say the TV show we've done in the UK, mm-hmm. um, where we hit the ball off a rooftop in London into a basketball hoop. Mm-hmm. On no the way. Volley. That was like... You kicked yeah, it off a rooftop yeah, yeah. into a basketball hoop. On, on the volley. It's, it's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. In um, the air, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, throw it up, volley, straight into the basketball hoop. How many tries did that take? Oh, how many tries did that one take? There's a bit of wind on the day, so you kind of had to account yeah. for it to go. Was it one or two? It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a few. But no, the harder trick shots, you know, it's numbers game. You, got, you put it in that area and you hope the one drops. Sometimes you get lucky, Might sometimes you don't. Yeah, 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 exactly. Was there ever a trick shot video that you were going to attempt and you're like, God, we've just been here for four hours, the sun's going down. Occasionally, occasionally yeah, you yeah. try, to, it's like that, that that girl at high school that you used to like and you thought, if I'm persistent, I'm going to get someone uh, with this. Yeah. And then something, you just think that, nah, you know. You know it's like that time at Britain's Got Talent where I got second place. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, man. But it's, it's rare. Normally we know our uh, our abilities and we know our limits yeah. so you know if we're trying a shot we fully believe kind of know that we can do it mm. yeah it always brings you back to the girl in high school I don't think we can let it go yeah right we can't let it go <laughs> mate is she married with two kids yeah, yeah. let me text her now let <laughs> me <laughs> dip back in hello man what's, yeah. um, what's been the greatest moment for you guys with um, people you've met who you've inspired what is the thing that they've someone said to you that's shaped their life because of what you're doing or is there a moment you can remember about this well there's many examples um mm-hmm. it's just overwhelming um one thing that stands out for me was we we were working in brighton i've been to brighton yeah, yeah. It's not the rock place. beach yeah and the, finished, the big indian yeah, temple it. whatever it's nice <laughs> it's like nice. hippie fight but right, it's yeah, nice yeah, yeah. yeah it's cool. laid in the grass there it's Did nice. yeah of course yeah. bit of grounding <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get away from the city yeah sunshine yeah anyways so we were we were filming there and um, we went back to our hotel afterwards and we just got out of the taxi and um there was a family walking up the street they must have been on holiday there and the young boy saw us and like i looked at him and gave him a nod and then he started walking towards us with his family and by the time he got to us he was literally in floods of tears where he couldn't believe that he had met us mm. um so we like signed a football for him and i, I got a rascal tracksuit sent through to him and just to see the fact of what we meant to that that child um was like it was truly incredible that we could mean that much to somebody for them to physically cry of, of emotion mm-hmm. and that is that for me just put it into perspective of how mm. how much we've achieved and how far we've gone mm. it's just incredible yeah. hopefully he was crying happiness not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it yeah. fun though when we when we pursue our dreams with such passion and play and joy mm-hmm. what we can inspire in other people 100 percent. i think you know some people may think like oh these are just a couple like youtube guys who just like mm-hmm. kick a football around but really you do it with such passion and fun and you show people what's possible for their lives. And for me, that's what gets me excited. That's why I do what I do with passion because I want other people to see, we were talking about this beforehand, like what is possible for themselves. Maybe they're going through some adversity and you give them some comedic relief or inspiration or something 
And then when they meet you, they're like, thank you so much for giving me those moments of courage, inspiration, hope, whatever. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, for me, my answer to that question would be, we did a book signing. Um, What's last, your book called again? Uh, it's called F2 World of Football, mm. Play Like a Pro. And it's just like, it's got juicy stories of when we've met pro players and things that people wouldn't expect. It's got um, tutorial section and it's got our story, our journey of yeah, where yeah. we started from and how we got to where we are. Because people are curious. Yeah. And they, it's important really, it's really important. Yeah. Message. Um, and the underlying theme of the book is exactly what you just said, mm. the, the, positive, the positivity of if you are going through adversity, to stick with it. It's, it's like encouragement that yeah. you can make a success of yourself. Don't give up, work hard, believe in yourself. That's like the ethos of the book. Um, and we had a book signing in the biggest shopping center in the UK and it, we smashed the record. It was the biggest book signing of 2016. No the queue was like five hours long. Shut up. Yeah, it was incredible. We felt a bit bad for the fans that they had to wait for that long, but the reason why they had to wait that long is because each kid that came through, we spent like a minute with them to oh. make it a personal experience for them. But when we were doing the book signing, one parent came to us and he watched us with his kids. We took a minute with his kids, asked him his name, what team he plays for, what position, made him feel like on top of the world. And then the parent came over and said, you guys, I just want to say, you are a force for good. Mm. Yeah. And for us, like that really stands out because we do try as hard as we can to be positive, good role models. We don't feel like there's enough soccer players that take on that responsibility. And the kids do look up to us, don't they? As yeah. the same as they look up to the top footballers. And we feel the responsibility and obligation to be a positive role model to the kids. Mm. And when that parent said that to us, yeah. it was like affirmation. Awesome. You guys are doing all right. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome, guys. That's awesome. Well, I want to finish with a few final questions. Where can uh, people connect with you online? Where's the best place? Do you like them to go to Instagram, YouTube? And is it all the same handle? I would say YouTube would probably be the best um, because you can see all our content there. And we're yeah. the F2 freestylers on YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. We have different handles for different social medias. It can be complicated, but sure. YouTube's the best one. YouTube's okay. the best one, and it's F2 freestylers. And it's the same on Instagram or no? F2 freestylers? The F2. The, the F2. F2. Yeah. Yeah. We should have thought about that when we yeah, started out. <laughs> it's all good. That's true. Uh, and you guys have personal accounts too that you hang out on, or mostly? No, not much? really. Just yeah. for like yeah. friends and family. We, yeah, yeah. That's that's another interesting thing. When we were both successful individually, we had to almost die to ourselves to yeah. bring everything into the brand. You had to die, is that what you said? Yeah, kind yourselves. of. Yeah. Like stop posting on our personal social just media. All one now. Yeah, yeah. It, let people know. Go all in. Because me and Jeremy were both like um, performers, so we didn't want people to think, oh, I favour this person, I favour that. They had to realise that the F2 was one. Mm -hmm. We're not like, if we don't battle against each other, we both have strengths that come together and create the F2. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, we yeah. did have to let, let go of our own um, egos. That's <laughs> true. But it, well, look what you created by letting go. Yeah, by letting yeah, go of your sure. ego and coming together, you yeah. create something bigger than either of you could have ever done alone. Uh, it's, yeah, for sure. A thousand times yeah. bigger, probably, yeah. right? That's true, yeah. that's true. And then from the F2 brand, we created another brand, which started as the baby brand, but has now outgrown even the F2. What's that? 
And that is Rascal Clothing. That's our clothing range. So your clothing line is... It's bigger. Bigger than F2. It, not in terms of social media, but in terms of a business. In terms of revenue and sales. Yeah. So you're making more of the clothing line than on the YouTube yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which is incredible. Crazy. And yeah. when did you guys launch that? So we launched it three years ago. Um, basically, when Jeremy was performing, when we first started the F2, Jeremy would wear, he got these um, pants tapered at the bottom like dancers do. Mm. So you have the looseness above the knee in the, in the quad mm. area, and then you don't have anything impeding you around the ankle area, so you've got the movement still. And um, we love them, and we like, we, we need to make tracksuits like this for when we're performing, so we did. Uh, we, like, oh, we want yeah, this. we love, where'd yeah. you get them from, where'd you get them from? <laughs> and then um, we, we, we said, we've got to make a brand out of this. Mm. Do we call it the F2? If we call it the F2 and the F2 starts to go downhill or our brand dies, does the clothing brand die? Mm. We want it to be a standalone brand in its own right. So we come up with the name Rascal on the plane back from a job from Dubai. Yeah. Um, That's a hard part of a business, by the way, coming up with a name. Yeah. yeah it took us a few days and we were just having <laughs> yeah, calls. Yeah. What about just saying words, random words. And then Bill said Rascal. And then I was like, That's it. Yeah, so, so the moment I got off the plane, it works, it works. So the moment we got off the plane, I remember I found this, the, the checks for Rascal and there was a rascalclothing.co.uk. Mm. There wasn't a rascalclothing.com. There wasn't a registered trademark for Rascal Clothing. There wasn't, um, wow. yeah, so basically I done registered everything. Amazing. Um, I waited for rascalclothing.co.uk. It was a dying brand and eventually they let the uh, website run out. Sure. It wasn't selling anything. and. Um, yeah, we, we flew, I flew over to Turkey. Um, didn't know nothing about clothing companies. I researched that's the best cotton manufacturer. Uh, flew over there with the tracksuits, went to five different factories, and I said, I'm not leaving until you supply me samples. Wow. And I'm ready to invest by the time I leave here in the best sample. Wow. And literally placed our first order, which was £40,000. And um, the first day of launching, we made that back within hours. Unbelievable. Like that, on the very first day. In fact, we sold out within the first week of our first order. Then we had to wait six weeks for the oh, next batch to come in. It's, it's the, the worst, worst because we could have tripled that investment. Uh, but this is a learning curve and um, yeah. Yeah. it's incredible. Now we're in 40 stores in the UK. Um, the first Amazing. year we sold 38,000 items of clothing. Mm -hmm. It's like really Congrats, good, go really good going. Thank you. Congrats. And for just us two starting it up on our own to be able to grow it like that. Now it's we amazing. have three members, of, four members of staff now full time. Yeah. It's an incredible achievement. And from a business point of view, we believe one of the main reasons why Rascal has been so successful, so successful is that we've built up a massive following on social media, mm -hmm. which nearly every business wants to because yeah. it only helps business. But we could have just brought out T-shirts with F2 logo on it or pictures of our face with no USP and they would have still sold. Yeah. But we thought, no, we're going to come up with a USP, which is the unique fit and design of every item in our range. Add that USP to the, yeah. the um, humongous following. And that comes back to the devastating combination. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The funny thing yeah. is with um, with Rascals, I really see that as our baby. I mean, with the F2, obviously that's our baby and that's our, our main love. But the thing is, that's our talent. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of see that if you put your mind to it, what I can see and you can see that if we put our mind to it, we can achieve that because you can do it with your own talent. But with a clothing company yeah. that you have no idea about, it's kind of, 
like you have to research it. Mm. So to make a success out of something that you haven't got a talent in is like it yeah, really cool. means a lot to us. Yeah, it's sure. amazing. And with both F2 and Rascal, we saw a niche. We saw something that there was demand for that no one had thought of yet, and we just went for it. And that can go across the board. Any business idea, try and look for a demand, a niche, a gap in the market that needs to be filled, mm. and think of it before anyone else does. Because ideas and execution of ideas makes millions. Mm. So that's that's it really. Mm. That's our advice on on the business side. Love it, love it. Where can we get the uh, check out the brand rascalclothing.com? Is that what it said? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Okay, last couple questions. Um, this is you'll both answer this one. This is called the three truths, and everyone answers mm. this at the end. So, okay. if this is the last day for you on earth many years from now, and you get to share three final thoughts to the world. Wow. You've done so many pieces of content, videos, you've spoken everywhere you want to speak, you've written books, but you only get to say three final things, three lessons or the truths that you would share with the world. Um, and this is all they can remember you by. What would those three truths be? And we'll start with you, Billy. Wow. That might just be the best question I've ever heard. Can you start with yours? <laughs> Either one. All right, three truths. He's got to redeem himself from dropping the ball. So okay, the first one I'd say is live your life in a way that when you're 80 years old and you look back, you won't regret. You won't have regrets because they did a survey, and there was a hundred uh, elderly people on their deathbeds, and they asked them, "What's your biggest regret in life?" and Every single one of them gave different answers, but they were also the same answer. And it wasn't something that they did in their life, it was something that they didn't do. So that would be my first one. Second one would be... I'll do the second one. Okay. So we've got, we'll, we'll balance it so you can think about the second one. Okay. This is good. So this is the first one for you. Yeah, this is the first one for me. I would say, um, I don't know, nobody knows how life works, right? But what I've discovered and what I feel is that if you are a good person and you do good things, you create your own luck. Um, so what I would say is um, be the best person you can be, the, nice, the nicer you can be, and the more you can offer the world, the more the world will offer you. Um, that's my first mm -hmm. one. And, that, and that's true, that's really what I feel. That's great, okay, mm -hmm. number two. Number two, I would say be aware of the power of helping others. And what I mean by that is, even if you help others for selfish purposes, it's only good outcomes. So if you help someone in need, you've helped them, that's like, you've helped someone and that's amazing for them. But the feeling that you get from helping someone personally that's amazing for you too. So everyone benefits. So why wouldn't you constantly be helping everyone in every situation that you can? That's my, that would be my second one. It's mm -hmm. a good one. Okay. Nice. Um, my second one um, would be to take people's advice, but don't let them steer your careers. Um, even if they're, um, they mean so much to you, these people are in your life, whether it's your parents or your siblings or um, family or close friends. Um, ultimately, 
if you know you can achieve something, go out there and do that. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's up to your mind and yourself to do it. Don't let other people steal your careers. Um, it's happened to me before with my family when I wanted to go into the freestyling. And um, they sometimes, people sometimes think they've got your best interests at heart, mm -hmm. but really they're just trying to protect you. But if you want to go out there and succeed, you have to do something that no one else does, right? Not the norm. You have to go that extra mile. And some people can't see that. So um, don't let other people um, steal your careers just because they think it's right. If you think you can go out there and get something, mm. you can go out there and get something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like it. Okay. And number three. Number three, I would say, um, ask yourself questions like this all the time. For example, so many people go through life and they, they never stop to ask themselves big, big, deep and meaningful questions like what you're probably the best on the planet at. <laughs> For example, what is my biggest passion in life? What gives me the most uh, satisfaction? And from that, you can work from that. Like once you realise your biggest passion in life, you can see if you can put together a strategy and an action plan of how you can either make a career of that or if it's not going to be lucrative and it might have to be a hobby and you fund your greatest passion by doing something that isn't your greatest passion but it facilitates you doing your greatest passion. What I'm trying to say is whatever your greatest passion is do not go through your life without doing it either as a career or a hobby. That's it. Mm, that was good. Mm. My last one would be um, and this is really hard to do, and I don't think anyone uh, is, is so hard to do, but um, try and remember how lucky you already are. Mm. Okay, people think, people always want that next step up in life. That's society, right? The next, the next whether it's bigger income or a nicer shirt or a, a new iPhone, strip that back. You don't realise how lucky you already are. And, and uh, <clears throat> an example that I can give for that is... Um, my father passed away in November. Um, I was always striving for the, the next thing in, in my life and I realised, hang on a minute, strip that back with what I've got. You have to work backwards and appreciate what you've got first and foremost. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Um, and whoever you are, if you look, pe people sometimes think they've got it hard. Um, everyone thinks they can, they can have better, but really we're, we're all lucky in some way, shape or form. And you have to kind of remember that and take that with you. Yeah. We made it. Yeah. We're, we're here. Yeah, know, yeah exactly. You know, and, and, and it's so true. People say, oh, no matter what's going on in your life, it's always worse. It's happening. Mm -hmm. But that is so true. And, and you can always think of something that you're, you're blessed with mm -hmm. if, you, if you want to, if you have that mindset. Right. And right. Um, I realise that more now than ever about family and, and, and what life means um, mm. through experiencing something bad in my life. I realise yeah. that now more than ever. Um, yeah. Well, well, Jeremy said. and Billy, I appreciate you guys coming on. And I want to acknowledge you both for being a couple of kids from the UK who's who's followed your dreams and stuck to it and done things that most people aren't willing to do because it's scary to do, to go out and do something no one's really ever going to do. You guys have led the way. You've inspired so many other kids to chase their dream in soccer and in other areas of their life. And you're making a business out of it. 
So I want to acknowledge you both for being incredible human beings. And uh, hopefully next time I'm in London, we'll we'll connect and do some trick shots or something together and you'll teach Definitely. me something new. Sure. So, thank you, thank you for thank having you. us. It's been a pleasure, man. One final question for both of you. Okay, okay here we go. <laughs> Not one of these questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's good final question is what's the definition of greatness for both of you? Oh, wow. You are definitely the best question asker in the world. <laughs> <laughs> what is the definition of greatness for for us? For you? The definition of greatness. Should we have Billy go first since you went first? Probably, last time? yeah. Mine is just one word: happiness. Okay. Yeah, I like that answer. Happiness for yourself or others, just yeah, uh, yeah. I think so, and it's good that what we do does make people happy. It's mm. it's it's in the entertainment realm, but why do we have, whether it's soccer, NBA, NFL, hockey, baseball, why has humankind created these sports? It's because entertainment makes us happy. Yeah. So that's, that's what we're in the business of, as, as well as other things, but yeah. Good answer. I can't. That's the right answer. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you so much. It. Thank you. There you have it, greats. I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope you gained some valuable information. I always love connecting again with powerful athletes who turn into entrepreneurs and who figure things out. Again, both these guys never made it professionally, but they were able to make an amazing business and build a massive audience. Even though they weren't professionals, they used their craft and their their talent to create another value add in the world, and they built a massive audience in the process. So by being creative, they've created some amazing results in their life. If you enjoyed this one, make sure to share it out, lewishouse.com slash 472. Make sure to follow the F2 Freestylers over on Instagram and on social media. Check out their YouTube videos. They're addictive. I watch them over and over because it's amazing what they can do. And leave us a review, iTunes.com slash greatness for your chance to be the review of the week. I love you guys very much. You've got one life. You've got many dreams, but it's your responsibility to make these dreams come true. Don't let another day slip away from taking action, from sharing love in the world, and from being great. It's all about the journey. Enjoy today, make the most of it, and you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great.